She Did It Her Way podcast, episode 239, what you can expect from this year's She Did It Her Way Summit. Hello and welcome to She Did It Her Way, a podcast dedicated to helping you launch a business that allows you the freedom to create from anywhere, design your own schedule in a way that supports you, and pursue what it is that lights you up. I'm Amanda Bolin, your host, and it is time to do it your way. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you are hanging out with me for another episode of the podcast. Today's episode, I'm sitting down with some of the speakers for the upcoming summit in April, which I am so excited about. It's going to be two full days of just learning and connecting and growing and implementing. We're kicking it off Wednesday on April 25th with a welcome kickoff, and then we are closing it out Friday afternoon with a closing celebration at a beautiful rooftop in downtown River North, and I'm so excited. There's going to be amazing women all across the country. For those of you who have already purchased your ticket, I cannot wait to, I can't wait to hang out with you in Chicago. It is seriously going to be the most exciting, energy-filled two days in Chicago where we get to hang out, and I am just super, super jazzed. If you haven't already checked it out or you haven't purchased your ticket but you're thinking of doing so, you have 15 days left until the early bird goes away. It expires on March 15th, so make sure you sign up if you're thinking of of joining us. I had such a blast at last year's summit. It was one day this year doubled it, doubled the speakers, double the fun is what I like to say as well. Even though majority of the speakers have previously been a guest on the She Did It Her Way podcast, I still wanted to sit down with them so that you can better understand exactly what it is that they'll be talking about at the summit so you can see the value that they're going to bring. And also, you get to meet them in person. And I'm super excited to meet those that I have not met in person myself as well. So we'll be in the same boat and geeking out together. And now let's hear from our speakers. And another speaker that we're hanging out with right now on today's podcast is Amanda Goolsby. And you guys may, you should have, if you haven't already, make sure you tune into her podcast episode because her story is actually really inspiring and how she has built million dollar businesses And that actually was going to be the topic of her, what workshop would you call it, Amanda? Yeah, I guess presentation. Yeah, it was going to be, I think it was like building a seven figure, um, seven figure dollar business. And then we actually talked and you had a change of heart. And I would love for you to share the, the change of heart, where it came from and why it's important, especially at the beginning to kick us off for the two days that we're in Chicago at the summit. Totally. Well, thank you for inviting me. And I'm stoked that I get the opportunity to just kick off the weekend with all these amazing, wonderful, powerful women that are going to be there showing up for your event. And, you know, yeah, exactly what you're saying. So we had said this, I had, you had asked me, okay, what do you want it to call it? And because my background over the last, you know, many years has been building growing and scaling million dollar businesses, I said how to build, grow and scale million dollar businesses. And that was going to be kind of the title and, and be able to share that and, and motivate the people that are coming. And then I had this moment, like about a week after I said that, where I was really starting to like, kind of meditate on the event itself and what I wanted to create with it. And I just had this like hit where I was like, 
wait a second, like your brand and like my brand, my personal brand is called aligned success. And to me, that means something completely different for every single human on this planet. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I thought, who am I to tell people how to, to build, grow and scale a million dollar business when that might not be their version of, of aligned success. And so I just had that moment where I'm like, no, this is about helping people build, grow and sustain. And you know, in a healthy way, an aligned business, which means something completely different for every single woman that's coming. There might be a woman, you know, the way I thought about it, I'm like, there might be a woman who wants to basically build a business where she makes a quarter million dollars a year and she works three days a week. And that's the most she ever wants. And that is so abundant for her that she is so happy with that and has like the best life. And there might be someone else that says, I want to build a million dollar business and I want to do that every year for the next decade of my life. And to another woman in the room that might feel like not even from a standpoint of, I don't think I could do it. They're like, I just don't want to work that much. (laughs) I don't want to put in that effort or I don't want to, that doesn't sound like fun to me. Like it's about what feels so good that it lights you up in a way that you go and put in the work and take action the day that you leave the event. Like that's where I want to get people coming from a place, coming to a place from. Yeah. And I, I love it too, especially because you're actually after just the, the quick welcome kickoff, you are the first speaker to take the stage on Thursday and to be able to put us in a mindset of saying like, what, what does alignment look for us and, or as individuals and as business owners, and what is it going to look like for us when we leave And I know one thing that you had brought up in a conversation that we've had offline is that, you know, at conferences, it's easy to go, or summits in this case, it's easy to go and take in all this information and then to leave and be like, well, now what do I do? Whereas Mm -hmm. if in the beginning Mm -hmm. we can say, okay, what do we want to put on our radar? What does aligned Mm -hmm. success in business look like for us? Mm -hmm. So that we know exactly what we can take and maybe one workshop is going to be more important to us and we want to take more stock in that Mm. in terms of what we actually want to implement afterwards but we still have the advantage and the replays everybody gets the replays afterwards but like I just Mm -hmm. love that and we were talking too just how alignment before action and you had just attended this really intense powerful event in Colorado that had a lot of impact on you with energy and and removing some things that maybe like stop roadblocks as well. Yeah. And, you know, like what you said about going to an event, we get this like information overload. And here's the thing about information overload. And for the women that are listening to this, some of you might understand this and some of you might be like, no idea what she's talking about. And if that's, if you're the one that's like, no idea what she's talking about, just know I felt the same way when people were using this language about a year ago and I just started getting curious. And so what I'm going to say about that is when we get two in our heads and we start thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking as women about what we're going to do in our business, we are in our masculine energy. We are not in our, what would be called divine feminine energy. And when we're not in our divine feminine energy, we are not the most powerful beings that we can be. And if those, if those weird words seem weird to you, I would just say, (laughs) get curious and do a little research about what that means. Cause honestly, like six months ago, I had never heard that before. And I started hearing those words thrown around in some of the friend circles that I have. And I was like, I'm just going to get curious about this. And the more like research and learning that I started doing around it, like so much has shifted for me in my life and my business. Like you 
said, I went to an amazing immersion. It was actually, we were talking about Colorado. It was actually here in San Francisco um, with an amazing company called Epic Impact. But, um, you know, in that, in that um, training that we did, that one of their core values is all about alignment. And they just really like encouraged us to really get clear on what alignment was. I mean, I made in the last 30 days, I made significant changes in my focus and business model for 2018 that I had built in the first two weeks of the year. And then I went to this event and shifted everything. Mm. Well, girl, I, you better be bringing some of that to the summit. (laughs) (laughs) I will. No, I'm going to have some great frameworks that I'm going to teach about how we can really focus on like, really, it will be pretty interactive because I want people, it's not just going to be me speaking. I want to really figure out, Hey, what's an alignment for you. And I want to show that it's going to be so different for different women in the crowd. And then we're going to really map that out so that as you go into the weekend, you actually might not listen to specific speakers. You might say, Hey, during this hour, I don't need that at all right now. So I'm going to listen to that in six weeks when I need that. And I'm going to step out and take action on the speaker that just presented the the presentation before. Mm. And I know that like for a room that might seem really weird of like, oh, well, some like 10 people are going to step out for a speaker. But guess what? This is the most efficient way to run a summit is to say, hey, take what you need. We're giving you the replays. Listen to what you need when that comes up. Like that's why it's there. That's yeah. why that re- that's why it's been so great that I was like, what you're giving them full replays? That's amazing. And that value, Amanda, is unbelievable for the people that are attending. Like the fact that they can take what they need right now and then don't be in their masculine of trying to get everything done and trying to figure everything out in those two days, but rather like have fun and go drink a glass of champagne with your girlfriend at night when it gets to, when it gets done. And well, we'll know that like <laughs> uh, there might be a prosecco bar. Just saying. <laughs> I know that by doing that, you're going to be fully supported and remember everything you need to remember when it comes time to take aligned action on your business in the following couple weeks after you leave. Amen, sister. Well, I can't wait to see you again in April, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm. so 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 stoked and I can't wait I'm in Chicago for the first time so if any of the listeners that listen to your show have recommendations for Chicago um my Instagram is Amanda Goolsby coaching and I'd love for you to just DM me like hey see this visit this check out this because I'll probably end up staying a couple of days after the event through the weekend. I didn't tell you that, but I'll probably stay through the weekend. <laughs> All good. And, um, and check out uh, check out Chicago since it's my first time there. I love it. Awesome. Yay. We will see you in April, my dear. Awesome. Oh, we've got, you guys, I love doing these little like speaker intros that you guys are hearing on, on today's episode. And so nonetheless, this is another one of them. And we've got Maya Elias, who Maya is talking to us and leading a workshop on how to reach your audience faster by publishing twice as much high value content using processes and systems, which like I've shared with you guys, I mean, well, this is a content creating environment. And especially when we're building relationships online, it's important to create the right content for the right people, but also do it in a systematic way where we don't get overwhelmed. Because even I sometimes find, find myself because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got a blog post. I've got two podcast episodes and things like that. So Maya, I'm really excited to see your your workshop and what you're bringing to the table. But I'm also then excited for listeners to hear your voice and learn a little bit more about you in this little mini interview that we have today. 
yeah, me too. I'm so excited to be able to come out and like meet everybody. I, I'm really enjoying like speaking more and just connecting with people in person. So I think this topic is going to be really fun. Yeah. Well, why don't you just give us high level a little bit more about what is it that helped you land on this topic and what have you really learned on how to systematize your own content and how have you seen that uh, create even more profits in your business? Yeah. So the reason this topic is important to me is because I've grown my business to six figures. I have a reach of over 10,000 women on my email list and on all of my social media platforms. And it's because of the content that I've created that I've been able to grow my audience. And so I teach content creation and then I see people, you know, going out and trying to create their own content. They're like, why am I not getting engagement? Why is nobody following me? And it's really because their content is not high value or it's because it's not consistent. And those are the two things that will make content work for you. It has to be valuable, which means it has to be something that you know what you're talking about and your audience needs to care about it too. And then it has to be consistent because nobody likes fooling with inconsistent people. (laughs) So um, I'm really just excited to talk about that because I think there's a lot of women out here that have powerful voices and they could just learn how to package their voice um, in a way that will get noticed online, I think they'll be able to make such a huge impact. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, it's definitely, because we invest so much time in creating the content that one, why would we, we wouldn't want to waste precious time worrying about systems and making sure that everything is there in the process. So like, we want the process to already be there so that we can be as most effective. And two, um, Think Creative Collective, Abigail and Emily are actually, this is perfect because after you speak on Friday, you're talking about publish twice as much content and then Abigail and Emily are going to talk about, okay, so now the content that you are publishing, how do you repurpose it even for profit in the way that they've done it too. So I love, love, love how that flows. Um, tell us too, like just in your own words, a little bit about like your background, just so people know who like Maya is. And we've, Maya, you've been on the podcast before as well. So we can, Mm -hmm. you guys can see that too and listen to that interview, but just catch us up to speed if people are just hearing about your name and you for the first time. Yeah. So my background is really in branding. I started out with web and graphic design and really actually helping people grow their MySpace. Um, but oh my gosh. My client, yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. I'm like, how the heck did I even get here? And it it's crazy to think that I've been like making money online for 10 years. I'm like, oh my gosh, it, it's so weird. Um, but I think as I grew as a web and graphic designer, my clients really started relying on me for advice and feedback and, um, just to have that discernment on what they should be doing with their website, what they should be posting on social media. And they wanted to know how I grew a brand, especially at a young age and got people to trust me enough to pay me for my services. Um, so I really studied, um, a lot of experts and I was like, when are they sending out emails? What are they saying in their emails? How, what are they also doing to get people to trust them? Um, and then being able to just give that feedback to my own clients and seeing them get results in their business has helped me really grow um, and just be more effective to the people that I was working with. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, Maya, I'm excited to have you and I can't wait to meet you in person. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, I am hanging out with another speaker, Jocelyn Pearson, who is coming to us all the way from an island down in the, is it the Bahamas? Uh, Curacao, the ABC Islands. The ABC Islands. Okay, okay, perfect. Well, Jocelyn is talking to us and she's going to lead a workshop at the summit about five steps to building 
a profitable online funnel in which this girl is very familiar uh, when it comes to building online funnels. And she's done so through her company, the scholarship system. And I'm going to, she'll tell her story. She's been on the podcast before. You were like one of the early, early guests on that. But um, Jocelyn, welcome. And I would love for you to dive in, give our listeners a little bit background on who Jocelyn is, and then just really share with us some high level things about what you're going to talk about when it comes to the five steps to building a profitable online funnel. Yeah, I would love to. So my business, the scholarship system, we focus on educating families on how to pay for college without getting buried in debt. So I was able to do that and I took my own knowledge and that's what I share with families all around the country. And with that, though, I had to find a way to reach people online. Um, Of course, you know, speaking is an aspect of that, but largely we realized we needed to reach the masses with this information. I mean, there's such a need for it. And so, excuse me, that's when I realized, okay, I need to learn online marketing because that's the only way I'm going to reach these people. And so um, it's been, gosh, oh my goodness, it's almost three years, which blows my mind how fast it goes. Um, Actually, I was with you the weekend. I officially decided to quit my job. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so if anyone wants to quit their job or does not want to quit their job, don't spend time with Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Jocelyn, I do want to say too, the thing that you, I think is so smart of what you did, you worked your butt off to get your side hustle into a position where it was, you validated like this is a need and you worked on it for quite some time before you left your high paying salary job. And you were just extremely smart about that. So I, even though I, the, the session you're leading isn't about that, I still think that there's a lot of value in those who are attending that maybe are in that side hustle, main hustle, trying to balance and transition to understand like Jocelyn's story, because you did it so strategically and so smart that that is why you are very successful. I believe today is when you see a lot of people who don't like their jobs and just want to get out and say, okay, well, I'll figure it out when I get out. It's a little bit harder because your mind's already split and trying to figure out like what you're going to do in this mental pressure where you had already figured out, validated your audience. You knew who you were talking to. People were purchasing your your course at that time and, and the education and everything. So not to digress right. or divert from what you're talking about in funnels, but yeah, it was you, you're such a good role model for that. Well, I I appreciate that. The thing is, it's funny. I'm super risk averse, which most people don't see entrepreneurship aligning with people that are risk averse, but it can. The difference is that you take calculated risks Mm -hmm. and that's what it was for me. It wasn't just, you know what? I'm over the corporate world. I want to start something and I just quit my job. So just like you said, you know, I was, I tested this and I launched it and that's actually going to be something that we talk about in uh, the workshop during the conference is how can you test these things before you go and build and spend dozens and dozens of hours building a product and then it just flops because you didn't validate it beforehand. So yeah, that's what I did and that made that jump so much easier because I was able to get a few customers and really validate, okay, this is something that um, that I can do and I can make money and a living off of, but also it's clearly solving a need. So yeah, absolutely. I love it. And if anyone wants to speak, I know that's not going to be my topic while I'm there, but just anyone that's coming, I'm happy to sit down with them and, and you know, throw out some ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's talk a little bit more then too. I, I, one of the things that you're going to, you're doing that I love is obviously when 
uh, attendees go and register, they'll fill out a survey. And one of the questions that I asked was, you know, are you comfortable if any of the speakers use your business as an example, as a teaching opportunity, not to criticize, not to condemn or anything like that. But I find it helpful when I can see someone else get coached or if I get coached, right? And you're actually going to integrate some coaching into your your session, which is fantastic because I think, you know, people are going to get value out of that. So in terms of five steps to building a profitable online funnel, like what was the biggest takeaway for you as you developed and grew your business? So, yeah, so let's, so this session overall, I mean, building that profitable funnel, the the beauty of it is that once you get a well-oiled system, funnel, machine working for you, then it's just a matter of turning the dials. It's you can, you know, work on certain different conversions um, and and improve it. But overall, the meat of it, once you get it and it's working the beauty of it is that you can keep it going. Ideally, if you built it right, you can keep it going without having to to manually do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned is anything that you could possibly automate or create a system around or use a software to do, I, you know, without overcomplicating it at the beginning, but really to grow, you need to get some of the manual stuff off your plate and, and make it work for you. So that was something that, um, fortunately my corporate background, I had an operations, uh, background. And so everything I did was about building systems and efficiencies. And that has really helped this online funnel become profitable because I was able to build efficiencies in it. And that's something that we're going to talk about. But as far as what you mentioned, watching other people code, so um, I was really excited when you okayed this and <laughs> hopefully we'll have some people that are, are open to it. But what we're going to do is actually beforehand, I'm going to go through someone's website where they have some sort of maybe a lead magnet or some sort of newsletter that they opt in and, and see how are they collecting leads and what are they doing with them and see if we can offer advice. Because like you said, I, I feel I learn the best with real world examples. And so we're not just going to talk theory on this. We're actually going to pull up people's websites take a look at them and see how we can better them so that they're learning from real life examples. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love that. And I think especially too, in the beginning, even like managing and systematizing a funnel or creating that entire journey from when someone comes on your website to like all about who is your, your target and then how do you build it beyond that. But getting to the funnel step sometimes is overwhelming. So I love that you are breaking it down into five easy steps and showing us how to do that. Yeah. Yes. And I already have them. I'm not going to give away everything, but they are five easy steps. So I'm all about breaking down. I mean, when you, when I initially wanted to start this business and I knew I had this big vision of what it would be, it sometimes can get overwhelming and just to the point where it's, um, it, it, paralysis by analysis happens, right? Mm-hmm. Where you just don't take any action because there's so many things on the list. And so that's why I really wanted to break this down into five easy steps so that they can just take it one step at a time. And rather than looking at this big funnel in the end that they want and just feeling overwhelmed. I love it. Awesome. Well, Jocelyn, I'm so excited to hang out with you and see you in April. Yes, I'm so excited to be there. And I'm excited to meet all the attendees. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing group of just lady bosses. So I'm uh, really excited. Yeah, I'm like, I know it's only February, but I'm ready for <laughs> April. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot to, still a lot to be built out and a lot of things going behind the scenes, but I'm definitely ready and excited for April. Well, thanks for letting me be a part of it.
All right, here we are. We're with Steph Crowder. She is one of the speakers for the summit in April. She's been a two-time guest on the She Did It Her Way podcast show. And in in April, she's coming back to Chicago to talk about productive and profitable. So how to plan your best week every week, which you did a challenge on this and you had a crazy positive response. But mm-hmm. before that, Steph, it's so good to hear your voice. I am so happy to be here, and this is my She Did It Her Way hat trick for you hockey fans. That's This is my third time, so I'm oh, really excited, too. I like <laughs> I'm it. I'm excited to uh, chat with you here in this mini session, but I'm most especially excited to attend the She Did It Her Way Summit, be on stage, meet all the cool people that are going to be there. It's going to be so much fun. Yes, I know. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I'm looking forward to seeing you again because you obviously you lived in Chicago, and then you moved Yep. Kentucky. So it's always great to have you back in, in the wonderful city of Chicago. Why don't you share a little bit about exactly what you're going to be taking us through at the summit? Yes. So this has been um, something that's been really fun for me to teach here. Uh, it, it launched really basically at the end of 2017, but got really uh, a lot of traction in the beginning of 2018. So really just a month or so ago, it is my 15 minute planner method. And it is a very simple, fast and effective way to sit down just one time. I like to do it on a Sunday. I like to tell people to do it on a Sunday if you can. And in 15 minutes with just a pen and a notebook, you can have your entire week planned in a way that is guided enough to actually help you know what you're going to work on each day, but flexible enough to accommodate, shall we call it life stuff. I am a toddler mom, so I have no shortage of, you know, oh, the daycare is closed today. Well, that's great. So things pop up in my life all the time. So I have to accommodate for that. So my my crew um, over in my community on Facebook knows it as guided flexibility is what we call it. But the whole idea is that with just 15 minutes on your Sunday, you can have your whole week planned and optimized for growth. And uh, the idea is that you can actually get everything done with this method. So for me, this came from a place of, I was like one of those people who tried every method under the sun, paper planners, digital planners, Pomodoro methods, systems. I mean, you name it, I probably tried it and uh, nothing really worked for me. So I just developed my own, my own method and you can do it with very limited. Um, you don't have to go buy anything like, you know, you don't have to go online and order something. It's literally just pen notebook, um, very much encouraged glass of wine to go along with it. (laughs) And, uh, and then you have your whole week planned and ready to go. I love the glass of wine. Maybe, I mean, you are speaking, well, 2 p.m. I mean, I won't say it's ever too early, but maybe we can uh, get that in full-fledged mode at the summit. Let's do it. Yeah. No, I always – I admire about – one thing I admire about you is just your clarity and understanding and, like, thinking through things and being able to take it and put – like, make it a didactable process where it makes sense and you're breaking it down and you're looking at the thought process behind it so that I'm, – I'm excited to see this thing in full-fledged and actually, like – have you there too, which I mean, you're talking about being productive and profitable too, but I mean, Steph, you're such a resource beyond that in entirely. So I'm just grateful to have you at the summit. Oh, I'm so grateful to, you know, you're a dear friend of mine. And I've always said before that if it weren't for Amanda Bolin, I would probably not be an entrepreneur. She, she made a joke a long time ago and said that if you want to quit your job, hang out with her. So if anybody's coming to the summit and you're not ready to quit your job, just like proceed with caution because she will convince you to jump off a cliff. (laughs) Okay. And I had to put a caveat that I did not 
we I didn't send you any notes about what we were talking about on this like little five minute gig, but I there's another speaker at the summit in the in the, in our like little chat that said the same exact thing. So yes. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't quit your job yet, just be really careful because if you come to this summit, it may happen. <laughs> and it'll be the best thing that you ever did. So it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, Steph, I can't wait to see you in April and just have your energy in the room and your expertise and your mind. Uh, thank you so much for having me and for everyone listening. I cannot wait to hug you and meet you guys. It is going to be a blast. Yay! What is up, Shauna Van Bogart? How are you doing today? I'm great. You know I love being here. <laughs> love being in this space of interwebs. Um, anyway, right. as you guys know, this is actually one of the first interviews, if you will, that I'm – I always say if you will. I think that that's just a, like a habit <laughs> that I don't even pay attention to. But this podcast episode, I'm actually going through and sitting down with the speakers, some of the speakers at the summit, so you guys can get a better idea of – what they're talking about, what type of content, what value they're delivering, and how they're able to help all of us along the way in our journey. And I'm actually going to kick it off with Shauna. And Shauna's been on the podcast before. She was actually at last year's summit. And it was amazing. You're one of my really good friends. And I just always learn so much every time I'm around you. And so I wanted Shauna to come back and bring in even more information on things that she's worked on with her clients because she's helped me a lot in my journey. And she is leading, she's part of the VIP and you're doing a couple different things. You're doing one pre, uh, pre-event Facebook call for the VIPers and we're going to talk about um, understanding like how how you can feel good about talking about your business and then also parlaying that when you talk to other people because I know a lot of times some of us are gun shy and then we're going to talk about the Friday morning VIP breakfast where you are taking them through the customer journey roadmap so they mm-hmm. can create highly referable business just from understanding that roadmap tool so now that mm-hmm. I'm talked a lot I'm going to turn it over to you <laughs> well, I'm super, super excited about both those topics. They kind of go hand in hand. And my background in, um, in, in image consulting and personal branding combined with just the, the education that I bring to the table around communication is really what I'm delivering in, in those two sessions. But from a very strategic sense, that's um, going to help you connect, like further connect. And, you know, like, my personal branding specialty, which I think is what a lot of people know me for, is important. But what business owners don't understand is that personal branding above anything is really about that connection and how quickly you can create that connection and then foster those connections over time. And so, yes, it's about like, you know, making sure that you yourself, your own image and your digital presence and all those things are on par. But like, how well are you actually connecting with that audience, you know, and creating that no like and trust factor. And so both of these topics before, and then especially in the VIP, we're going to do this deep dive to make sure that you're connecting with your customers in the right way. And at the exact right moments where it's kind of hitting them most poignantly to then kind of ex- not exaggerate, but like exacerbate that connection in a really, magnetic way so that not only can you convert them faster, but then when you're in the actual transaction of that product or that service, you're delivering such an amazing experience because they feel so understood because you get them so deeply 
that then in turn you're organically creating this highly referable company, which mm. is amazing because then you don't have to sell as much, right? You have other people selling for you. Yes, I 100% like that's amazing. And that's how I like love watching you from the side where you're, I mean, your business is highly referable. Referable? Is that a word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> referable. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to make it a word. Yeah, there you go. But talk to us more about, okay, so we're going to learn how to do the whole elevator pitch and we're going to learn mm-hmm. how to make the most out of the summit in the VIP leading up to prior to the event. But in that that breakfast, that Friday morning for the customer journey, talk to us a little bit more about what does that roadmap look like? Yeah. So tangibly, it looks like a bell curve. But basically, if you were going to meet someone on the road, right, and grab their hand, you're going to take them to this destination, which is your ultimate conversion offering, whatever that what whatever the biggest thing is, or the most important thing is for you to be selling in the mix of all of your offerings. um, You're going to take their hand and walk them to that point be with them, continue to hold their hand through that process. And then as you exit out of that transaction or that experience, there's still work left to do as you come out of that bell curve and you walk away from that experience. And so what do all those milestones in that journey look like where you're holding this customer's hand and you're there with them? And where are the specific milestone markers where there needs to be an action step, a call to action or a mini conversion point, maybe that's, um, you know, like a small dollar offering. So it's essentially a different sort of way to look at funnels. And it's a different sort of way to look at a funneling structure, which can be massively overwhelming for people to sit down and go, okay, I know I need a funnel. I know I need to funnel people up to my big ticket service. Let's say, you know, there's, that's, and I know someone else is speaking on that in the conference. So this is actually going to not, um, it, it's not going to replace that. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you the communication and it's going to give you the actual strategy for the connection points along that funnel so that it looks more like a journey to you than this like overwhelming, oh my gosh, I need to be setting up all these funnels with opt-ins and whatnot. And you're going <laughs> to yes. see how like, you're going to see how all of these things actually build on each other. And you're also going to see the places you're neglecting opportunities to build that highly organic referable company because you're forgetting to come out of that experience and out of that bell curve and hit those milestones after the transaction, which are super important. Yeah. And what I love about that you just said too, is the way it's almost, it's a different way of looking at a funnel. And Jocelyn Pearson is going to be talking about that as well. And you guys are going to hear her later on in this podcast episode. And Jocelyn's going to be covering a lot of the nuts and bolts, the really specific Mm -hmm. points of where to build the funnel. But, and what I love and, and value about the way that you position yours is it's this story And it's a different way to look at it where it's more of a a high level overview and helping people figure out what is it like take the whole funnel, take the mechanics out of it. How do we make it just this journey for your customer and create this roadmap so you can get started and then start taking action? Yeah. So basically like what Jocelyn's going to show you those nuts and bolts, which is so important because we need the how in a lot of ways we need to know, okay, like we, we set up Facebook like this and here's how we create an ad. And here's like, you know, uh, where you put a button, you know, like even those minute details, which I, you know, I, I don't know if she's specifically talking about those things, but like the nuts and bolts side of it is important, but you're also going to need to come to the table prepared when you have those nuts and bolts with the actual communication and messaging and copy and language. And a lot of that is a little bit more psychological and mindset oriented. And what I find personally is 
may know how to set up a funnel, but if you don't know how to create common ground with your customers, then you might have the best nuts and bolts like funnel in the world, but you're not hitting your customers at the exact point you need to hit them with the right language at that specific milestone marker. So both of those sessions are actually going to work really well in tandem. If you get the VIP package and come to this VIP breakfast, you're going to have the full gamut then. Like you're going to get Jocelyn's topics and then you're actually then, cause like Jocelyn's going to get down and you're going to go, okay, great. I've got it all set up, but what the hell do I actually say communication wise in this Facebook ad? Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to get a lot of that messaging on a deep connection level when we um, do the VIP breakfast, which is awesome. And frankly, just to be honest, most of the clients that come to me, it's not even an issue of them not necessarily understanding their customer. It's just that they're so advanced in their skill sets. They've been doing this for so long. A business owner's talents are so innate to them and it's like the back of their hand that they've almost forgotten how to speak in simplistic terms about the problem they're solving. And they're almost so far removed from that because, you know, they're the expert. I'm dealing with the professional as my client that I need to remind them what it was like before like we need to get back to the before picture and so it's asking the right questions to dig back deep and go okay remember what this felt like when you were there it's it's pulling out the psychological sales tools of how do you really connect with people not in a manipulative way of course but speaking at their level if that mm. makes sense yeah and I I totally um I think it's easy or it could be a really a quick default to feel like you might be being manipulative when it comes to marketing and things like that. And I was just reading a book about it. But really what you were saying too is pulling out those psychological triggers and things that you personally experience because one way that we're going to be able to connect with our customer or our client is meet them where they're at in terms of their mindset and be able mm -hmm. to get in there and then also open their their eyes or their mindset up to the possibility and get them engaged with the solution that we know that we offer that can help them. You did mention like common ground and then something about higher ground. I was just curious yeah. about that. Like what is that piece? Yeah. So, okay. I, everyone's burned out on their news feeds. We've talked about this before, you know, like we tend to see the same ad copy. So like, yeah, we're speaking at this high level, but this is all ad copy. This is all web copy, marketing copy. And it's like, you look through your news feed and we're kind of starting to see the same stuff over and over and over, you know? And it's like, you know, it doesn't feel like anyone's talking to you, like connecting to you. And so we're all like desperate for this connection, but that's really understanding, like, how do you actually build common ground with your specific targeted customer? And that cannot come from a templated Facebook ad that you just swap out verbiage, you know, like we got to stop using this language of, and excuse me if this like, you know, <laughs> anger some people or if this is in some people's web copy, but like, you got to stop saying, I'm going to up level your business. You know, like there's this very generic copy out there that like, let's, let's up level your business. Like it's been said, it's been done. Like no one's reading that copy and connecting with it anymore. Mm -hmm. If, if ever, you know? And so it's, it's creating this common ground. And what I mean by that is, um, when you create common ground and you know you're doing it right, the customer looks at you wide-eyed and goes, oh my gosh, you understand me and you put it better than I could. Or, oh my gosh, like I've never heard anyone, like you are in my mind right now pulling out my thoughts. So you make yourself this mind reader by creating this common ground with them. So they need to look at you and point at you and go, oh my gosh, you get me you get me and like this sigh of relief that someone is validating how they're feeling at that point. And that validation, what people don't realize is like 60% of the sale. 
if not more. Mm. People want to feel validated that like someone understands them. And that's what's going to make you separate from your competitors is how well you can connect with someone. And it's not how well can you connect with everyone? It's how well can you take your messaging and connect with your specific ideal audience? Then though, what you need to do is create higher ground. And so once you've created common ground, they go, okay, oh my gosh, she gets me. And then what they should be saying is, oh my gosh, she has what I want. Or, oh my gosh, she found the answer. And so then you need to prove your expertise and your credibility by sort of showcasing this higher ground. And not in a snooty way, but you're a professional for a reason. So that higher ground is in essence like the figuring it out part, the solution that you have. And so I find most business owners either live in one or the other, and that's where the disconnect is. And you've probably seen this where like maybe you've seen some business owners who are um, like coaches or service providers, and they're only speaking in higher ground language. And it's a lot of just for, I have to speak in dramatics just to get the message across, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Like, um, it's a lot of like, look at me, like mm. I'm, I'm like vacationing all the time and I'm always in a bathing suit and I've got the perfect life. Like it's a lot of this higher ground language and you point at that and you're like, I can't connect with that at all because I'm sitting in my one bedroom apartment with $7 to my name and like, you know, getting on Yeah. I, one of the, um, one of the high performance habits of Brendan Burchard's book, the last one it was it included that one of the reasons why high performers fall or don't succeed or their business stops growing is this separation between you and me and not yeah. recognizing that we all are together and we all have this, like you said, this place of common ground, but we can't have higher ground unless we can't have higher ground effectively until we establish this common ground and say, hey, you know right. what? Me too. I experienced that. Let me show you now based on right. through this, creating that yes. common ground that or the higher, higher ground, excuse me, copy. So no, I love right. I love that experience because it's like, how are we supposed to connect then in, in that capacity and want to relate or buy and understand who's ever selling or offering. I also don't like saying to be sold. I think, I think you, cre we, we create environments for people to show up and to purchase, exactly. not to, exactly. we're not selling things. Right. Yeah. And the, and the problem too is like, so, you know, you're either going to see people speaking too much from higher ground and it's too far of a disconnect, a separation or Tr truly, I see a lot of people speaking too much and living too much in common ground, and they don't have any of the higher ground language. And so then you become best friends with these people, but they don't see you as an authority. Mm. And you need to establish yourself as an authority along with creating that common ground. So there's a there's a balance to be had between those two things. Does that make sense? Totally. Well, I'm excited to sit through your your VIP workshop. I, I'm like getting jazzed talking about it. Well, you should. <laughs> it's going to be freaking amazing. Not only your workshop, but the rest of the event. I mean, I, I could be a little bit biased, but no, I'm really, I'm really pumped. So Shauna, thank you. You just a recap too. You are going to do a 60 minute Facebook live in the VIP Facebook group prior to the event, all about how to get yourself comfortable talking about your business and getting very clear on what it is that you do. Even if you don't know what you do, Shauna is going to be there to help you guys. And then the VIP breakfast on Friday morning going through the customer journey roadmap to create highly referable clients. I'm super excited. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. So one of the other speakers, speakers, plural, <laughs> as a cohort, as two of them, we've got Emily and Abigail from Think Creative Collective. And I'm super pumped to meet these two fabulous ladies in person. They're going to be at the summit. They're talking about 
repurpose for profit, how to create Heck a yeah. con- yes, how to create a content calendar that can actually make you money, which I'm all about profitability and making money, which by the way, can we take a moment at the fact that you guys just celebrated your first six six figure month? Like that's a lot of zeros. And that is <laughs> flipping amazing. So congratulations to you guys. Thank you. That was definitely a pinch me moment for sure. Yeah. Oh my God. And I, I'm sure like I was listening to your guys' episodes about that and I'm like, oh, that's just it's fantastic too. Like you guys, so if you guys aren't already tuning into their strategy hour podcast, you need to go do that. But anyway, Emily and Ab- Ab- Abigail are here with us too. So you guys can get to know them a little bit more as well. So hello. Sure. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We're excited to be virtually with you today. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Um, why don't you, just in case, like if people don't know you guys, just give us a little like 10,000 foot view background and then we'll talk about, you know, how, what was it about the repurpose for profit is something that came to you guys and that you are running the workshop for at the summit. Sure. So our background, um, is I, I guess pretty typical for a creative. I, I have a website and branding background and Emily was in photography. We met online in a Facebook group, fell in love and decided to start our own business together. It started out as a branding boutique and quickly shifted to an online education company. And today I'm proud to say that we focus on helping other small business owners such as yourself scale for profit and create sustainable income. And a big part of that is talking to you about how to create content that is actually going to help you sell and repurpose it over and over again so that you can, you know, not have to reinvent the wheel every time you're trying to sell something in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I love it. Emily, Was your, yours was the same background as the creative or no, you came out of photography and then you had a bake shop, right? Yeah. Well, I think calling it a bake shop was very kind. <laughs> I was making cupcakes illegally out of the back of my uncle's restaurant. Nice. Um, yeah. I quickly realized I like stuffing my face with cupcakes instead of selling cupcakes uh, and, and making that a business. So I picked up my camera and, and uh, finally figured out the selling aspect and, and honestly how fun it was to make money doing something that um, you're, I mean, I was really only semi good back then, you know, but realizing that, holy crap, there's a whole business side of this. If I really just put my hat on and like really figure out these key pieces. And like Abby said, content is a, is a big part of that for our business. I mean, we have a blog archive of over 500 posts, a podcast that has almost 200 episodes, Facebook lives. We've done over a hundred webinars. We have courses. I mean, it, it like, it's coming out of our eyeballs at this point. <laughs> Um, and I think one of the number one like mistakes that people make and when it comes to content is feeling like they have to reinvent the wheel every time. And I'm in the business of working really hard once (laughs) and seeing the fruits of my labor across all of the places that I can. And, and that's what this content's about. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and I like, so Maya Elias, who, who is also coming to the podcast or not podcast, well, she was on the podcast. She's coming to the summit. And it flows nicely because in the morning she's going to cover or in the afternoon right after lunch is how to reach your audience faster. So publishing twice as much high value content process and systems. And then it's a great segue into what you guys are saying is, okay, now that you already like created this content, how Mm -hmm. do we look at it in different ways to repurpose it so we can have it work for us in multiple times and the smart, like the right content and smarter content too. Yes. Yes. So to like my last thing is, um, 
that I wanted to ask you guys is what was it like? I'm just so curious because I know this is a, this is a segue. This isn't even part of the summit, but like going back to that six figure moment where you just like, what was the lead up? Like, take us to that moment. I'm uh-huh. well, the lead it's... up was years of blood, sweat and tears. Yes. <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's interesting where it just, we talk about dog years a lot at TCC and how quickly things have grown and shifted. We actually made our first hundred K in our first eight months of business, doubled our business four months later. And then I'd say less than six months after that had our first hundred K month. And now we're looking to create consistent six figure months um, to hopefully be a, a multi-million dollar business by the end of this year. But that didn't that didn't just happen overnight. There was a lot of work involved. There was a lot of strategic thinking and, you know, I, I mean, a big part of it was coming out with our signature program and like having that be our bread and butter. Um, it, you know, it took us two years to get to it, uh, to find what it was and to really make it what it should be. Um, and so the month we launched strategy Academy was the month we saw our first six figure month. Um, I was like going to say, hell yeah. And then I'm like, well, well, yeah, like I, that's amazing. I feel like that could be a whole other podcast episode, just talking about the mindset and the reframing and things that you guys Mm -hmm. steps that you took to get there. But also I love like, it's not like you just woke up and it was, Oh, that's cool. There's six figures in our account. (laughs) Like this is insane. This is amazing. And it's, no, it takes time, effort, strategy, thought process, and really well, being... Well, and it took us, quite like, what, quadrupling the price of what we had been normally selling for the past two years. I mean, we had products ranging from $29 to, like, oh, maybe $5.97, I think, was our most at that point. And I think we finally realized that, okay, if we create an amazing signature program that's, like, one-stop shop for creative business owners and have the guts to put that high price tag behind it with the value, um, or it's going to help us reach those goals faster. And it's making, it was, it was accumulation of making very tiny, scary decisions like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that led up to that month. Cause what is it? What's it priced at now? It's at 2k. 2k. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, oh gosh, see, there's so many questions I could go into right now. It's going to turn into its own podcast episode. (laughs) Uh, But I guess, you know what? I am going to save some of those questions for when we get together in April. And then if other people have those questions, they're just going to have to come in April then. Yes, come in April and ask us anything because we don't believe in boundaries. (laughs) We don't don't hide anything. So anything you want to know about life, (laughs) business, making money, come in April and ask us. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you, Emily and Abigail. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys, we have another returning guest. You, If you haven't listened to Jessica Zweig's uh, podcast interview, I highly, highly encourage you guys to do so. And I'm super honored to have her joining us in Chicago. She's joining us that Thursday and she is talking all about branding, branding for your business, but then how to tailor it and leverage it for personal branding. And I thought it would be fun to sit down with her for a few minutes just so she could share more about herself if you're not familiar with her and then talk a little bit about what exactly she's covering in her workshop session. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jessica. (laughs) I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited and I've seen your work. I love your work and everything that you're doing. And 
I just, I believe it's a very integral part of entrepreneurship, especially in the digital age. And I just respect what you do. Oh my gosh. I respect what you do. I think you're like the most amazing, inspiring person ever to follow on Instagram and just in general. And to be honest, my interview with you the first time around on this podcast was one of the best conversations I, I've ever had. And I had such response from that. Amanda, it was a testament to your audience and how engaged they are. I got a lot of amazing feedback. I, I heard from people, re people reached out to me that I didn't know that are, I love it. That were like, we, you know, I listened to your podcast. I signed up for your email, blah, blah, blah. I mean, testament to the power of your, she did it her way audience. Really. They're, they're pretty incredible. So yes, they are. They're fantastic. They're very loyal. I always tell everyone that when they ask about like the audience and I'm like, well, even though they're like, they're not just numbers, they're not, they're like humans and people who have energy and inspiration. And so you were just a really great person to have on the show. So I love hearing that though. I love, love, love when previous guests tell me that they had a lot of connections come out of their, their interview and their podcast episodes. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And I'm, I'm just so happy to be collaborating with you on this summit. I think it's so, so badass what you're doing for women. And, you know, I come from a, I come from a deep place of service too. my business is very different than yours, but it really is about providing value and, you know, creating community and giving people inspiration and education in, in a really fun and creative way. And this is, this is that. So I'm, I'm excited that you've asked me to be one of the facilitators and pumped to bring my work to your, to your community. Yeah. Well, why don't you give us just a high level of some of the things that you're hitting on and why it's important for businesses yeah. to really start to leverage and input those tactics into their business. So we're going to talk about you know, my expertise is in brand, personal branding. I work with people more than I work with businesses, although I do businesses as well. And branding is such a, a huge and necessary component to your entire company and the, you know, the culture and your customers and the way that you make money and, and how people speak about you and, you know, how you create loyalty, it really, in my opinion, comes back to brand and branding is really an emotional experience. It's, it's creating an emotional connection to your audience. And so how do you do that? Where do you start? So in our, in our workshop, my workshop, I'm going to really walk people through that beginning process, taking a very inside out approach. I mean, people are like, okay, I want to build a brand. So what should my logo look like? And what social media channel should I set up? And those are all really great and important things. But if you don't really know your why, if you don't know your value, if you don't know your philosophy, and if you don't know who your audience is, and more importantly, what your audience wants and what, what they feel and what they what keeps them up at night and really coming from a place of emotional intelligence and not just, oh, I want to hit, you know, 24 to 30 year old, you know, millennials who live in this blank city, you're going about it the wrong way. So I really take you through the process of how do you start to build a brand and where does that come from? And then from there, it's really talking about how do you get your brand out into the world, utilizing personal branding as a strategy. So you have PR, traditional PR, which really is the media, you know, driving your story. You have traditional marketing, which is really um, Google and in ads and technology trying to get eyeballs. It's very inhuman. And then you have personal branding, which is sort of the third way, as I like to call it, which is a strategy in and of itself, but utilizing you as the founder, the face, the entrepreneur, the owner, the CEO, as the, as the story, as the 
the person driving the narrative, building your own content, therefore having your own audience that you can leverage for your business. And so I really walk you through how do you build a strategy based on your personal brand, um, you know, to, to help really get your brand out into the world, whether that's your company brand or at the end of the day, it might be you as the brand, which, you know, works just as great. So we're going to get through a lot in um, 45 minutes. Definitely, <laughs> definitely I, you through the Simply Be formula. Yes, I know. I'm like, I remember after last year's, we did a one day summit and my brain after the, the one day, I was like, oh my gosh. And so this year I've built in breaks. I've built in just being able to decompress and even some time to potentially do some like work dates after everything's said and done on a Thursday evening. So yeah, I mean, I, I taught, a, I teach this workshop. I do a personal branding workshop on um, that myself is actually coming up on March 9th and it's a full day workshop. I've taught it many times and this is going to be um, interesting trying to pack in as much value in 45 minutes, but I certainly know the feeling of, you know, after those workshops, I'm just spent, you know, just giving, giving your all being on your feet, engaging, you know, expending as much energy you can to like help people and engage with people. It, it's exhausting, but it's so worth it and so much fun. So worth it and rewarding. And oh, I'm excited for your session. And I, the one thing that I really value about what you said is just figuring out who we're talking to. And especially just in any business, whether it's an individual or an actual, like your business is figuring out that target market and who exactly it is that you're talking to. So Jessica, I'm looking forward to having you. I can't wait. Me too. I'm so, so excited. I think that you are one of the raddest girls around Amanda Bolin and I'm just <laughs> really, you are, you're so oh genuine God. and so smart and so cool and so kind. And honestly, like you're the real deal. You're the kind of woman that I aspire to be like and want to surround myself with. And so it's a very, very big honor to be asked to do this. So thank you for having me. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Jess. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. For more information, check out sheditherherway.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what you think. Until next time, keep doing it your way.